Welcome to episode number 59 of Peak Curiosity. My name is Abigail, and I promise I don't usually sound like this. I've had a stuffy nose for a couple days, and I definitely don't sound like this when we recorded the episode. So you can breathe a big sigh of relief there. Today, I have my sister-in-law, Sheila, who also happens to be the funniest person I know. We talked a lot about what it's like raising four boys and one girl, specifically about giving the sex talk and learning how to control your anger as a mom. I can assure you I laughed just as hard listening back as I did live, so I promise you're in for a really good time. So, um, Sheila, you are my sister-in-law, and we both took the Jordan Peterson Big Five <laughs> personality test. <laughs> okay. And you scored the high score of the second percentile for intellect. Yes. So obviously I figured what a riveting conversation you would make. Well, <clears throat> riveting and dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Simple-minded. Yes. Well, to be clear, intellect does not mean IQ. It means... So they say... Yeah, so they say we'll find out soon enough. Yeah, well, I think about it because it's kind of a a mark on myself. And I really don't have a lot of big words or it's hard for me to get my, my thoughts out. Mm-hmm. But I do think a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you do, in fact, think. I do think. You don't just have like blank space right. in the head. No. There's plenty of matter going on in there. It's just not constructed well. And then I can't say it well. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I meet the two potential. Mm -hmm. Well, what's really funny is that uh, your husband slash my brother slash boss... (laughs) we are very similar Mm -hmm. and then you and jordan are very similar and so me and brian talk all day and then get fired up and then come home to the both of you and you look at us with blank faces and like can you please be done (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah well if he's talking about building cabins for the 100th millionth time yeah yeah blank face um Let's give the teensiest little intro to who you are. So let's start with where you grew up and what your family was like. I do like when I was four, when I was two. Like a general overview. Most of the time. Yeah, most of the time. Um, Just a couple miles out of town. We had six acres. So it was country. We would, for the first few years, we had a garden and stuff. And then that was too much work, so we stopped. (laughs) Um, The first four years, I went to public school. Well, Christian school and then public school. I did not know you went to public school. You didn't? No. Best years of my life. (laughs) No, just joking. It was a little farm school. Mm -hmm. You know, the one Cairo on your way out to Mm -hmm. Vail. Yeah, I went there. Had super good memories. And... Then when I was in fourth grade, we went, we had moved in the summer. And then when we went back to school, they didn't have our paperwork because we had crossed over to a different school district. So they didn't have our stuff. 
So then my mom, after she came and picked us up, was like, okay, let's just be homeschooled. And then from then on out, we were homeschooled. Hmm. It was fun because our cousins were homeschooled, but we didn't really know anybody else that was homeschooled. And then a few years ago, <laughs> a few years later, I mean, uh, we heard about Champ. And so we decided to go join or go play basketball and try it out. I was super nervous because I am nervous around other kids mm -hmm. still. But why. then you met my brother. I know. And he was so stinking cute. And I thought he was way older. I thought he was 16 or something, which is so stupid. How old was he actually? 12. He was actually 12. <laughs> so I wow. was, yeah, I was like, oh. Um, but and he you was were so how cool. old? I was 14. 14 and 12. Mm-hmm. And did you want to marry him like that second? <laughs> Would you have said no. yes? I, No. I would have not married him because he was too little. But <laughs> I had crushes on all the kids, all the boys. So I was keeping my options open at that time in my life when I was 14. But he was the one I had my eye on for future. Mm -hmm. And uh, what? What? You can talk. What's this ball screen? <laughs> You have to say that into no, the microphone. Sheila. I cannot. <laughs> you cannot. She said I she can. was waiting for his balls to drop. No. <laughs> Delete it. Anyway, once that happened, then he noticed me, and then it was a mutual feeling, right? Is that how it works? <laughs> <laughs> That's so, anyway, I didn't, yeah, he couldn't have a girlfriend, obviously. <laughs> so, just joking. You have to actually say things <laughs> so, that, so say the audience me. can hear what I'm laughing I at. I can't say they things They cannot read your lips in this audio-only format. Okay. Oh, we should get it on YouTube and video us. So, you got married. Well, yes. Eventually. Eventually. I finished homeschooling him because he was so much younger. No, just joking. That was just a family joke. Just marry him and finish homeschooling him. You could get married earlier. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I... was going to try to act cool and not laugh so much, but you, you can see how this is going. No, it's too soon. So... I, was, I skipped sixth grade so that I could be in my brother's class so we could do the same work and my mom wouldn't have to do two levels. Mm. So I was a grade ahead and Brian was a grade back because of sports. Mm. That's what I heard. <laughs> so that he could play in a different class. I see. So he was, so when I was a senior, he was a freshman in high school and it was really... Kind of embarrassing, but I just knew he was a good catch. So, so I kept going it. to his games. Did Creep you say his crib? His creepy games. Like, I was a creeper. Like, I'm graduated school. I have my own car, my own job, and I'm just going to his games like a stalker. Anyway. So, then, finally, 
three years after I graduated. Then he graduated, and then we got married. Mm-hmm. Yes. And now you have five children. Yep. Which segues just wonderfully into my next topic. Nice. Which is that the two, like, most chill people I know have somehow bred some of the most legalistic children. Yes. So, your third mm-hmm. did not want to stay the night at my house because one time I wore a bikini. Yeah. Yeah, so what is going on with your children? So, I believe that I accidentally instilled in them morals. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, <laughs> just joking. No, I remember the only real time that I've ever talked about them. One time in town, there was a trailer with a woman in a bikini on the side of it. it like was a sticker? But no, it was like almost life size. Size. It was mm. an enclosed trailer, and I was thinking it was a construction trailer or something. But then it had almost a life size woman on it with a bikini on. I have no idea really what was going on, and I was just disgusted because I <laughs> um, think that men are pigs and women are stupid for letting their bodies be just paraded around. Mm-hmm. Yet, can we say the town? Mm-hmm. So I was like, Yeah, this is the only time I remember actually giving such a huge heartfelt speech to my children. And I don't even think was very old. I was like, Women should protect themselves, and the men should be protecting the women, and they don't need to dress like that. Anyway, I kind of went on. So there's just been this women need to save their bodies for their husband if they want somebody to look at them they save it for their husband and other men don't need to look because then blah it snowballed I don't talk about it that much with them I don't know where they got it other than that's who I was also growing up very Very modest and judgy and do you think that you make comments just out and about I probably do because I'm also, (laughs) I'm also very jealous, a jealous person. Okay. And if somebody is in front of my husband, I will (laughs) either slash his, just joking, that's too soon. I'm jealous. (laughs) This is the part where I wanted (laughs) self-control. I made it. I didn't say what I almost said. So I don't want my husband to see other women that are inappropriately dressed so I probably do like if Carrie Underwood is on the TV and she's walking around like a little floosy even though she's supposed to be a Christian I will probably be like freak out and get her off the TV Mm -hmm. and so they probably see that oh mom's reacting to that girl guess we're not supposed to like that I don't know I would like to bring up a memory from how many years ago did you get married? 17. I would have been like you six. Were seven? I think you were six, almost seven. That's making sense because my yeah. birthday is coming up. And you just had your anniversary. So. Correct. Um, I remember riding with you and Brian right after you'd gotten married somewhere through Ontario. And some high schoolers were doing a car wash. 
Oh. And you were just like, those sluts. And oh. I was like, wow. Oh, I said that in front of you? Mm-hmm. Shame like, on me. I don't know what that word means, but I can tell by the reaction in the car that it was about those girls and it wasn't good. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope I don't use that language around my kids. <laughs> but... And I'm sorry. That's terrible that I said that in front of you. You were just a little girl. Mm-hmm. So, oops. Yeah, you... I can't tell if... I don't remember if it was immediately after you were married, but it was definitely before you had again, so... But well, that was four years later. Yeah. You must have oh. been really dressed in a bikini or something. <laughs> <laughs> but Probably. then... But it's just the action. Girls just are so dumb. They're like washing a window. Are we having this conversation? <laughs> We're having this. Go for it. <laughs> like, girls, cover yourself. Either old men are looking at you or young men. And the middlemen are... Also. Also. <laughs> it's so dumb. And usually it's high school girls or younger. Mm-hmm. And it's just so creepy. So what do you think about <laughs> the unfortunate girls... That have really, really nice bodies and nothing they wear, unless it's a tent, can, like, unfortunately, they just kind of look like a S-L-U-T just by wearing clothes. I don't know if you can just look like a slut just by wearing normal clothes. You would have to be dressing to attract attention to be considered. I think. Well, I know of one girl in particular, one friend, who has to wear a crew neck t-shirt or she'll have people calling her a slut. Because just anything a little bit lower. Because oh. she's so wonderfully bestowed with some nice yeah. breasts. Well, I guess you do have to dress for your body type. Yeah. And if you So you don't believe fall if, out. if you got it, flaunt it. That's not... I don't think that's biblical. I don't think it is either. But also biblical, they said your head should be covered at all times. So which Bible are we going to follow? Well, we're going to follow the Bible, the only one. Um, But we're going to also look at the... Listen to me, I'm going to try to sound intellectual. And I lost it. No, (laughs) just joking. (laughs) No, it's probably true. Um... <laughs> the times, like I'm wearing shorts right now, and when I was a kid, I would have called myself. No, I don't know if I'd have called myself, but my grandmother would. She mm-hmm. would. I could never wear these short of shorts or shorts at all, which is stupid. Could you wear jeans? You can wear jeans, not on Sunday morning, but definitely Sunday nights. You could get away with jeans, <laughs> but um. It's just your culture that you live in. Mm-hmm. You still need to be different within that culture. But you, I don't believe you're representing Christ if you look so different that you look like, like weird. Like a Mennonite, they just look weird. They look set apart for sure. Mm-hmm. They haven't acclimated to the world that verse it doesn't make sense so just strike that don't be conformed to the patterns of this world that one was that the way yeah or be set apart yeah (laughs) be in the world but not of the world that's the one um 
So I don't know hardly anything about Mennonite theology. Me neither. I just know that they dress very different and they don't use a lot of modern technology. That's basically what I know. But I've they'll been... be the only ones that survive life. Yep, and they In won't the hear this podcast to be offended by it. Okay, good. Because <laughs> I don't want them to be. So, but I've been listening to a podcast where he's talking about in the time of Jesus, there were a bunch of different, you could call them political, quote unquote, parties, but just groups of people who had different understandings of what to do with the new Greek philosophy and the Roman occupation that was going on. And you had the people who decided to be fully corrupt and just jump in with the culture and get as much money out of it while they could. You had the people who thought, well, we're being punished by the occupation because we are not fully following God the way we're supposed to. So we will uber follow God and got really judgy and really strict. Uh, Then there was the group that just disengaged from the culture completely. And they left town to be devoted to the scriptures and to just get out. And then there were the people who kind of took the best of both worlds. We want to be Jewish, but we kind of want to assimilate into the culture a little bit. But these groups had the purpose, had purposes, you know. Um, And I see that today how some people really feel the need to jump into the culture be school teachers and i just want to leave i want to go find a place of land where nobody's ever been and just leave but those people seem to have their purpose within god's structure so anyway all that to say i think the mennonites probably are just doing what they think right it's their best their convictions yeah hopefully Hopefully it's not by force, but yeah. You can't just be so off by yourself, though, because then you're also called to be a witness. So if you're off by yourself, then like how the Mennonites are kind of off by themselves. I don't even know if they are, <laughs> but they're the not Amish witnessing are way more. Me. Okay, maybe it's the Amish. Yeah. The Mennonites still live in the community, but they... Um, just don't participate in the in the culture, but they're right, which is why. So. But the Amish actually kind of have their own community of their own people, and then they only come to use the telephone every once in a while. I don't even know if they do that. How did we get here? Um, modesty. Yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's probably where they get it. I probably comment mm-hmm. too much, and then with working out so much sometimes there's girls that will take their shirt off at the gym and it really creeps my kids out because they're just working out in their bra and pants of course Mm -hmm. I think it's (laughs) fine my kids do not need they need to be desensitized from it a little bit so they're they're not just like staring at these people that are (laughs) mostly naked but then at the same time I think it's kind of cute because one of them walked by my oldest son and he was like mom why is so-and-so's mom dressed like that what in the world and he was like mortified for the son (laughs) like oh my goodness yeah that mother is walking around like that and 
So that's pretty cute. It is cute. And, you know, right now they're not so much so curious about women. So it's more innocent, like protecting their body and not wanting them to show all the other men their their body. So I think it's a cute trait, but I hope will forgive me. <laughs> it is so point. random. Well, okay, so last summer I wore a bikini top to Roaring Springs, but it was more, it was a sports bra that I just wore for my swimming suit because I've never, I've never done that. I'm always pretty modest. So the boys freaked out and told me that they will never go back to Roaring Springs with me ever because I wore that if I'm going to wear that again. So that's oh. okay. I feel the same way as you. How offended am <laughs> I don't think I'm offended. I think it's funny and I just hope he gets over it. He will. Maybe I just need to take him out to ice cream again. Yeah. Give him some sugar. That'll fix him. Yeah. No, it's kind of sad, though, if you think. Because I was, like, getting the lecture of my life. Because my boys were like, Mom, you are a hypocrite. You wear a bikini and you say it's not right to show so much skin. And now you are wearing one. And I'm like, well, I've never looked so good. I never had abs before. And I'm all trying to tell them, I just want to. But they were right. I'm a complete hypocrite. I'm doing what I've told them not that you shouldn't do. So I thought you were going to explain it away the other way by saying, I'm really old and no one is looking at me. Well, I'm sure that it was that too. But in my head, I was finally comfortable to actually dress like that. Yeah. Well, it's the 21st century, so I'm supposed to applaud anything you do as a woman. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But, yeah. So, I again, this transitions very nicely into oh. my next subject. Nice. Uh, which is... This summer, you had to have the sex talk with your two oh, oldest boys. No way. And I was just getting updated daily at work at the new developments. But I would like you to tell from the beginning how this went down. Ugh. Okay. Well, about when my youngest daughter was born, my kids, everything happens on the drive out to my mom's house. She lives about 30 minutes away. And everything happens in the car on that drive. I don't know what it is. Some education gets happened in that car. Anyway. Let's set up a teensy bit more context. You had four boys and then a girl. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So she was born and (laughs) the wheels must have just been turning in their little heads because I think it was... I can't remember. Well, first of all, they're always like, how does she get out? Of your stomach so then that was early I'm like well God created a little hole and it opens up and she comes out and that that's all basically all I said I didn't explain anymore 
he's like, so, mom, did dad have to breed you? And I'm like, well, yes, actually. And then I look in my rear view mirror and my second son, who's really animated, animated is like <laughs> humping or thrusting. <laughs> He's like, like this? <laughs> I'm like, oh my word. I'm like, no, no, well. <laughs> and then, so then I talked about it and explained to them, yeah, you guys don't need to talk about it to anyone. I don't want you talking about it to other kids because their parents will talk to them. And then I think, jump a few months later or more, I don't know. Um, I figured out that, <laughs> so my mom has a bunch of dogs and the kids see the dogs breeding. And so that's what why they called it that. Is because we're around animals. And I don't think at that point I called it sex or intercourse, whatever that word. I didn't say that word to them. I figured out that <laughs> my second son thought people would get stuck together like dogs do. And so I was like, whoa, no, 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 no. <laughs> they don't. It's no, that doesn't happen. In fact, as far as I know, no, there's got to be more animals that get stuck together for an amount of time. I just only know about dogs that do that. So that's what he had in his mind, which is really disgusting. Well, I can't really remember what, how it came up. Again, this summer. This summer. I remember Brian saying something about them looking at pipe fittings. Oh, <laughs> How in the world are they the most clever children? They're very clever. Because I didn't know that or think about it until I was an adult. The male and female ends and that how they fit. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they were like, why is it called that? So we sat them down because we're like, okay, crap, we're going to have to have this talk. We're at that age in our life with our kids where we have to have the talk because they're too curious go ask oh I said his name way too many questions but he would ask questions and then we were just telling him like <laughs> how it fits in and that's how it works <laughs> <laughs> and Briscoe totally we never said that we didn't go as far as that it's feels good or whatever but because <laughs> um, I don't want them to know that yet. Yeah. Anyway, like a few days later was like, Mom, do you remember that conversation we had? He's like, I just, I just find it so fascinating. And I'm like, oh my goodness. He's so fascinated with everything. Well, then I remember one night at dinner, he... Oh yeah, he, he had the hand signals of... I don't even know what it's called, but where he... You make the circle with one hand. Yeah. Put the finger from the other hand That's through it. That's so like terrible. He just I forgot about that. did it. Like, how does he know that? In the middle of dinner time. Yeah. Because what... His poor wife. 
But then, didn't he spy on you and Brian? Oh, oh my gosh. Well, so our house is under was under construction. And in the, we locked our door and we turned on a movie for the kids. Yeah, this is too much privacy. Probably better delete this. <laughs> You're shaking your head no. <laughs> yeah. So we so had a, a movie. <laughs> as parents do, all parents listening yeah. are like, yeah, we do this all the time. So we had a sock in the the top. There's a doorknob and then there's the deadbolt right. hole. And so we had a sock in there. And <laughs> he snuck around outside to the outside door where that was and tried to he pushed the sock out. Did he just have a suspicion and he wanted to see? Well, or was he, he gets coming for really, completely innocent reasons? No, he gets really mad when we want to be alone. Because I... Oh, that's probably where it started was because we're like, he just thinks something's up and he's not sure what it is, but he thinks he knows what it is. So we just have to explain. I bet you that's when it started is because he got in big trouble for <laughs> spying on us. Even though we knew he was right there because I could see a shadow through the door. But that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Well, that's really fun. <clears throat> Are you excited to do it a bunch of more times with the rest of your kids? Well, I'm hoping because we're pretty open on a lot of the things in front of the younger kids so hopefully they'll just pick up pick up on it (laughs) (laughs) and we won't have to but well my two sisters are pregnant and so I'm sure there's going to be a lot more questions coming up again because of nursing and stuff like that Mm. oh speaking of my third son he with the last two kids always wanted milk from me that was really awkward and weird he's just like i just can i just have some i want some milk (laughs) and then yeah he likes to hug in that area i remember that's really cute (laughs) (laughs) ryan comes to work and tells me all the silly things your kids say so i remember two really funny stories of okay good because i forget which is was putting together that you were feeding and he was like looks at you looks at brian and goes mom's a cow (laughs) (laughs) yes he's like wait you're a cow (laughs) (gasps) yep i feel like one and then i remember one time he kissed you and this was in the really cute stage when kids want to marry their parents right and then he looked at brian and said i'm a way better kisser than you are yeah, he's kind of, well, it's all innocent, but it's kind of creepy. Like, whoa. Why how do you know that? How do you say that? Yeah. Um, wow. You just know that that would be a thing. Yeah, or looked at him like, I'm going to kiss your girl, and then he'll come and give me a kiss. What is the worst nightmare you've ever had? Does memory fall under intellect? (laughs) Because I don't have a lot of memory. Like when I... I have had repetitive dreams. Not very often, but... 
that's nice. Sometimes I'm drowning, and then I wake up and I've been holding my breath or something. Huh. But when I was a kid, I almost drowned in the golf course pond. <gasps> really? Yeah. How old were you? Like five or six. Oh, my. Yeah. So I'm kind of scared of drowning. No kidding. So then when I dream about drowning, then I'm all holding my breath. <laughs> yeah, how did so you get silly. out? Um, my mom was a, wi- a ways back, and she saw a splash. And So did you just jump in? No, the railing broke and we fell in. Oh, no. Yeah. It's a good thing you were family to the golf course. It was not that golf course, but oh, it was wasn't. before we had a golf course. Um, yeah, we were just leaning. My brother and I were leaning on the railing looking at all the golf balls. Should have got some when I was down there. <laughs> <laughs> I can just picture, like, all the bubbles going up. You know, like, on movies, yeah. how you look up and you can see bubbles? That's what it looks like. When you're falling yeah. <laughs> in the water. So you remember that? Mm-hmm. Wow. How long were you in there? I don't think I was probably that long. Was there CPR needed? No. So pretty quick. Good mom. Yeah, she was fast. She could run fast. So that sounds like a pretty big nightmare. So one, th- <laughs> one thing I wanted to unpack slash you joke about let's see so yesterday we were in the car driving back from our lunch break and I had purchased some sunflower seeds to snack on at work and oh so that was your pile of sunflower seeds in that cup that I dumped out your brothers we shared your brothers my husband yes is that what I said you said your brothers Mm. yeah my brothers so Kelsey was talking about, he's, for some reason, brought up a brother that he's never told us about and how, like, he doesn't talk to them and it was from his first mom and all this, like, really sad stuff. And I was trying to open the sunflower seeds (laughs) and I couldn't get the package to open. So So it's crinkling a lot? There's a lot of crinkling. (laughs) (laughs) while he was trying to tell this really sad story and I was realizing the longer it was going the more absurd it was getting (laughs) (laughs) and I started laughing like I'm laughing now (laughs) well it's so terrible did you explain to him well I just was laughing more and more and more and you can see the tears are coming out of my eyes right now but it was a lot worse (laughs) Like, it was absolutely out of control. Just because of your timing? <laughs> it was just the funniest thing that's ever happened. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, I started, like, when I do this thing, when I get laughing, crying, where I, like, actually can start crying, crying. You know how when a little kid is like in the panic, like <laughs> thing mm-hmm. that they get going, yeah, and it's like they can't stop the crying. Well, then I like started doing that in the car. Oh my goodness! It wasn't the full <laughs> thing, but it was definitely like I'm actually just crying now, and I don't. It was. Weird. What did he say? Did he keep talking through it? Well, or? he laughed. Did he not notice? Yeah, he laughed, and I ex- was through my tears trying to explain the crinkling. Um. But I was wondering if I'm the only one who gets laughing 
Cried? So that they start crying. I've never cried, I guess. But I've laughed to where I've cried. But not like cried, just like your eyes are watering and you can't get the ugly laugh off your face. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Like, (laughs) because there's ugly cries and then there's just ugly laughs at the end when you're like full on (laughs) cry laugh, Uh whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Then it's like, don't look at me. Look away. Yeah. But I've not, no. That's not a thing that you do. But then the rest of the day... Uh, I'm sure you experience this where if you cry, that then you get, you're tired. It kind of wears you out. Hmm. Does that happen to you? I don't cry much. Oh, I would have pegged you as a crier. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I just... Have you seen Key and (laughs) Peele? Don't you cry. Don't you cry. No, it was the... Don't do it. No. I haven't seen that one. I just assume that all girls cry a lot, and I don't hardly ever cry, but I hear that it's a normal experience for other girls. I thought it was the weirdest thing in my life. No, probably not. But close, when you cried your senior year at your last basketball game, I was like... That was out of control. I don't know what to do right now. I'm going to walk away. Because I'd never cried before, right? Yeah, I'd never seen it. You'd and never I was seen like, it. Yeah, and you'd known me my entire life, and I'd never cried. But that was because it finally hit me that it was, like, my best friend growing up who was also a senior. Like, this was the end of our childhood together. Like, it's over. Yeah. And it wasn't – I wasn't sad about sports or school. I was sad about the friendships that were over Because it's going to change because you go to college or go get married. Yeah. And so life is different. Yeah, but then I also cried like a crazy person at my wedding. Really? I did. I don't remember it. In the receiving line. Like, I was fine. Oh. The ceremony, I just had, like, water in my eyes, but it was fine. And then the receiving line happens. And my cousin Andrea, who I'd met, cousin by marriage, I'd met one time before this wedding. She gives me a hug, and it's just over. Just absolute... Sometimes Over. you cry when you get hugged. It just it just happens. I think it's probably because I've had so few hugs in my life and I was like hugged. <laughs> Somebody loves me. Well, does your husband hug you my a lot? My husband does hug me a lot. Good. I think most of the time he's like, "Good God, would he would she leave me alone? Get off of me." I've hugged her two times today. I remember when you were a little girl, you were very clingy. And I'm not a clingy person, so... Did I cling to you? A couple times. You sat a little too close at the basketball games. I was like... <laughs> I just wanted to, to feel close. I yeah, I... And I was, was just a really like... a really big fan of Tasha, too, when I was little. I'm still a fan of Tasha. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember being a really big fan when I was little. Yeah. I just am not a touchy person, so... It was weird to me, like, why is this little girl sitting so close? Anywho, so I, so you don't get tired when you cry? I don't remember. Wow. See, I told Brian, I'm going to be so boring. I'm uninteresting and I'm a level two. And he's like, I think you're going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Good. You can't remember And also things? I have... 
a bad memory, apparently. I remember certain things, but apparently about my kids, I forget their stories. Do you remember... Like the details. Who your husband is when he comes home from work? (laughs) Yes, I do. And you remember when you... Some things from when you were a kid? Yeah, I remember a lot. So where does the memory stop when you have like 40 kids that you're keeping track of? Is that where it all went out the window? Probably. Because I just forget details. Or I just don't notice them. Because, like, if you're tired after crying, I don't have time to sit and be tired. Mm-hmm. Now I gotta go wipe a kid or something. Right, you don't have time to be tired. Mom, I'm done. Now yeah. with her, <laughs> she's constantly going potty. <laughs> she needs help still? Yeah, she's only four. That's gross. She, when yeah. do kids stop needing help? Um, uh, well, some parents probably do it earlier. I just don't trust that they will do it right. So I, maybe around six. I mean, they can, because if they're at, if I'm not there, then they are fine. But, yeah, about six. Actually, my oldest one, he was really early. I didn't have to go in the bathroom with him. But my second one, he would just wait until his feet fell asleep. Until I would go <laughs> And then finally after, like, six or seven, I was like, okay, at this age, you're done. That's fair. And then I... Oh, I keep saying their it's names. It's okay. I have a beeper. Anyway, they're going to think I'm cussing. <laughs> well, that'll be even funnier. <laughs> when some guy at the gym the other day was like, because I was like, oh, you can't cuss. And he's like, whatever, I've heard you cuss, or I've heard you like to cuss. And I was like, oh, who told you that? <laughs> and I was all guilty. <laughs> I've And heard he's you like, cuss. I'm just, well, he doesn't know me, yeah. really. But he's like, I'm just joking. I actually haven't heard that, that you cuss. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess I was confessing to something I didn't need to. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I have, I actually use self-control, but sometimes I just don't. That's fair. Something, sometimes things surprise me and I can't help it. It usually happens when I'm really surprised. Like one time at work, uh, the people didn't have a floor bent cover in their floor and I stepped through it oh through the floor what felt like you know you're just walking and then suddenly you're falling yeah so then I cussed oops yeah I just cuss when I'm really mad it's really a difficult time lately with my children because they just make me so mad but I cannot cuss in front of them I have but it's a real struggle for me to have self-control not to cuss in front of them might as well wear a bikini might as well if you keep making me mad i'm gonna go wear a bikini in front of you that that would would be be a good threat that would be great (laughs) (laughs) my mom's a psychopath (laughs) oh (sighs) yesterday i told my oldest kid that if he wouldn't stop being a seat nazi in the car And directing everybody where to sit that I would slap him in the face and make him pay me $60. 
Did he stop so far? Uh, he slipped up today, but it was worded a little different, so I gave him some grace. But if you get in the car two to six times, yeah, and there's six of you getting in the car, and there's squabbles every time, somebody's got to pay. I completely agree. Yeah. Completely agree. And then today... My youngest boy poured sparkling water into the cup holder in the back seat and then pushing the cup down into the cup holder and making it be a lava or a volcano. So sweet. <laughs> oh, the boys, what? they're so curious. <laughs> what is the hardest part about being mom? Is it the not getting mad at them? when, Like he's no. being dumb when he's doing that, but it's super annoying because it makes a mess. Yeah, my car. But he's not like necessarily probably being naughty. The hardest thing about being a mom is the constant training that you have to do. Like you've told this kid 70 million times to stop telling other kids where to sit, right? And right. he keeps doing it and you expect more out of him. No, it's just, yeah, it's a constant listening to them fight and argue and be try to be alpha. And the other one's trying to be alpha. And there's the alpha fight in the back seat while you're in Maurice's. <laughs> that was today, too. Oh, man. My, one of the kids came in. They're fighting in the car. So, so far who has been more of a challenge, the boys or your girl, like in dealing with the temperament that comes with a boy and a girl? Um, so far, the third son was, is, was the most challenging to train because from about two to five, he was a terrible human and would <laughs> scream and... Like, we would spend two hours trying to take naps. And I would go in and discipline him every 20 minutes and tell him not to get out of his bed every 20 minutes. And then after the two hours, I'm like, all right, I'm done. I wonder if you just did it indefinitely, like, for just one day. Just, like, Forever. even if it took 24 hours, just how many times it would take for him to not... That's insane. But he's nice now-ish. He's really nice. <laughs> Often after work, he'll come and he'll just ask me how my day was. Yeah, and be that's nice. really, really sweet about it. Yeah. He's the one that will go and give a grandma a hug without even being like, go give grandma a hug. Grandma's like hugs. Go give him a hug. He just does it all already when he sees him. That's nice. Yeah, I think he's a good kid. He just... He also has my anger, rage, temperament that he hasn't learned how to control <laughs> like I have. But I have. So he gets really mad and will. And now he's in jujitsu. So I've actually seen him try to do some moves on his brothers, which is not good because you're supposed to learn to control yourself. Mm -hmm. But So how have you learned to control anger, asking for a friend? <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think I have to talk through it, talk to somebody. 
or like if I'm upset at somebody or where there's a disagreement, I have to talk until we agree <laughs> or close to it. So because it upsets me when somebody's mad at me or thinks I did something wrong to them. So that's not really an answer to your question, but probably just maturity being almost 38. I wouldn't say that I'm that mature though. I'm not saying that I am or that I've mastered not being rageish. Were you always angry or was this something that the children brought out of you? I think the children brought it out of me. So I'm But they're doomed. beautiful blessings. No. Because I'm I... already mad and I'm children free. Well, why are you mad? I don't know. Well, so here's the thing. Anger is tends to be an emotion. Well, it's a threat thing. You feel threatened somehow, so you get mad. Whether it's your authority as a mom mm-hmm. is being threatened or any sort of safety. But in 21st century America, it tends to be like pride or authority is being challenged. So that's definitely like, whoo, me being so arrogant all the time. You are? Yeah. Or if things just aren't, if other people aren't as moral as me. I get upset at them. I do. I get upset. You do? I I thought you were super chill. <laughs> well, I'm glad you think that. Hmm. I'll think otherwise from here on out. No, just, just know that every time you see me chill, there's something inside just going... Just well, raging. Maybe you... The right thing would to say is you need to give it to God how you do that I don't know so we'll leave it there (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's the Christian answer but I don't really know what it means yeah just other pray about it yeah you would ask God to help you and then but what if he doesn't well he also wants you to actually do it because you actually are the one with free will. So he's not just going to flip a switch and make you unangry, right? Because <laughs> we would love for several switches to be flipped on several different people. Um, <laughs> but you would just walk it out and practice it. Like you feel yourself being angry and you would just force yourself to think about something else or like if you're angry inside I'm more where I just want to lecture my children and be so mad at them that I actually feel like oh who's listening to this yesterday I felt like like I imagined myself just wanting to take my water bottle and crash it through the passenger side front window that's weird. But they but, made me but just so as a mad. Reaction. Yeah, and just be dramatic and like listen here, you people that I have to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> My kids are really good. It really sounds like they're terrible. They are kids. really good kids. But just general squabbling in the car is super annoying. 
Yeah, that was when I then told my son that <laughs> I was going to smack him. smack him in the face, which is not wise. You shouldn't do that to your kids too often. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> How and much would you him. say is too much? Four times a day? Oh, yeah, that's too much. I would say Once like... Once a day? once or twice in their lifetime should you smack oh, them in the face that's very low yeah i mean because it just sometimes it's just a reaction you just and it's like oh oops i didn't really want to smack him in the face but that was a reaction because he needed quick response i wouldn't make a habit of it because you know people frown on bruised lips the i do. did give branson a bloody nose one time because i smacked him though I got a bloody nose from my mom once. She's going to be mortified to hear this if she's listening. But this was an, this was both of us were at fault. I was already in trouble for something, and she was already mad at me. And then I talked back, and I do believe I was right. My logic was right. But you but just But I don't. talked back, which is wrong. It is wrong. And she just kind of went to do a little flip. She would do this all the time. This wasn't a new thing. Just a little smack on the mouth. And I saw it coming and flinched and moved. So then she punched me in nose. the nose and gave me a bloody nose. Oh, you but then she it. felt bad and didn't actually punish me. Um, so oops. it was a win for me in the end. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll take that as a note and not feel sorry for my kids when they are stupid and mess up. And I, re I discipline them. I was going to say react, but I was going to change it to discipline. Yeah. And not feel bad so that they won't be here 20 years later being like, it was a win for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> my kids have to lose so they can rise above. Oh. <laughs> Just joking. Oh. How do you deal with parenting evil and broken people while being an ev evil and broken people? Like, it's so, how do you, you just, just deal do with it? it? You just do it? Yeah, I don't know. You don't have an existential crisis every time? No. Do you get upset if you see your kids acting like you? Like, how do you discipline them if <laughs> no, they're doing I'm something like, oh my you goodness, do? he's going to turn out so good. <laughs> <laughs> just joking. No, I don't, I don't think I freak out too much. I don't know. They're just little kids. Then they just need to be, um, like, guided. And then Brian's really good. Because I guess I am. I'm not always chill. Because he's good at reminding me. Well, they haven't learned self-control yet on that. Just give them time. What was your question? How do you deal with, like, punishing your children for sins that you do all the time? And they probably see you do it. Oh. And they're copying, but you're, like, punishing them and they're... I don't know. I don't sin in front of... No, just joking. <laughs> um, that's a good question because I don't know. Ask me a different one. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> different one. If you could live in any time in history, when would you like to be? And it cannot be, let's say not in the 20th or 21st century in America. 
Oh. So it has to be... Bummer. Before <laughs> 1900. Okay. I don't think I would want to back then. <laughs> you had to wear so many clothes. And um, probably I would just want to live... I don't know. I wouldn't... I was going to say in America, like in the 1800s, I guess. But then, no, it's that was too hard. That was too hard of a life. Like coming over here in a wagon, having babies, walking, <laughs> walking. Like a wagon at, uh-huh. with no shocks is going yeah, to be like so uncomfortable. Trail. I would... I would obviously rather walk. But you would get tired, your feet. Yeah, I don't think there's a good time. I watched the movie Apocalypto with Mel Gibson. He wrote, he did that movie. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. Um, that was a terrible time to live. It was during, it was the Aztecs, about the Aztecs. Mm. And there's scenes where it's a mom and you just... The struggle of having your kids. She was having a baby also. She was in labor. And the struggle of keeping quiet. <laughs> kind of like that movie that just came out. Where a Quiet Place. A Quiet Place where you have to be quiet. But you're having a baby. And so it's hard to be quiet. And then you're scared for your other kids' lives. Like, you should watch that. It was a pretty scary movie. Sad. Mm-hmm. But fine ending, so... You'll be fine to watch it. Do you ever think about how there have been billions of people that have lived and they have been completely forgotten that they ever existed? Like you can look at, well, probably these people lived, but there's a lady out there who birthed 20 children, but only five lived who you know, had to work every day to just find a meal for her kids, had to skip meals herself. But you don't know her name. Isn't no it one's crazy? No one's ever heard of her, hear of her. And then just imagine for as long as history goes, we will just be completely forgotten. Yeah. And obliterated. We think we are so important right now and what we have going on. Well, I am important because I bought a microphone and I put things on the internet, so. That, you are validated. But, yeah, we're just a little bleep in life. And, yeah, we basically, our struggles, especially nowadays, our struggles, not, we're wimps. We're really wimpy people nowadays. And it doesn't matter. Like, we're just going to die. And then the only thing that we hope to do is to pass on God's word to our children or to whoever that was, whoever we witness to with our life. So that that would, that's the only reason why we're here, right? Yeah. And, yeah. And we don't really matter. But yet. God loves us just as much as he loves the person who we don't even know that had 20 kids. Is that a real story? 
Or did you make that up? I made it up. That's why it was not the most sophisticated story. What are you most looking forward to in the new heaven and new earth? Well, I'm not looking forward to apparently not being married to your brother. Isn't that a real downer, to be honest? Especially if you like the person so much. Yeah. I, when I was a kid, I used to get confused and kind of mad, like, no, it'll be fine. I don't know what I'm looking forward to. I guess just no more sin happening all around you and no more corruption and sadness and to be in God's presence, however that may feel. I mean, you can experience his presence on earth, so. Have you ever? One time when I was a teenager, I went to a camp (laughs) and they were trying to get kids to speak in tongues. Did I tell you this? No. Yeah. And so it was like, my cousin's like, just get up there and practice and pray. (laughs) And so I went up and I don't like making a scene I don't like when people make a scene of themselves I don't really I just don't want to be seen (laughs) so this whole the way I was raised in the church I was raised in is was not my comfort so I went up and the leader was like what do you want and I'm like oh I want to speak in tongues and he's like okay have it just repeat after me (laughs) like he was like and then I would try to repeat after him was he like speaking weird words yeah it just sounded like gibberish and you were just supposed to copy that gibberish to I don't know what like I can't remember what is this like a a practice so your tongue gets used to moving in a way to sound like you're talking in a different language or what in the world now I think it's completely stupid. And shortly after, like I wasn't comfortable at the camp. I was only there to flirt with other boys. <laughs> but whatever. It was so silly and just weird. Hmm. So you did not feel God's presence? No, it was, I think it was later. I don't know. This was when I was 13. So it's been like 47 years ago. Um, I could feel my cousin like just getting really worked up and she was standing next to me and I'm like, oh my goodness, she's going to start speaking in tongues. And then of course I'm like, there better be an interpreter or this is out of line type of stuff. And sure enough, all of a sudden she just burst out a bunch of stuff and there was somebody else that said stuff in English that I could understand. I don't remember what it was, but it was just weird. I'm not I'm not in with I think it's fine. It's it's in the Bible, but I don't want to do it in a group. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Uh so that just wraps up just perfectly nice into uh this question, which is do you prefer the office or parks and rec? Oh. Well, it's been about 15 years. Is it that old since I've seen Office? At least, yeah. 
And then I didn't see Parks and Rec until like last year. We started watching it. But now I don't think it's on Hulu. Is it on Hulu anymore? I don't know. We don't have Hulu. So that was pretty funny. But Office back in the day when it was new, that was pretty great. So I'm just going to say both of them because... Do you think that there are aliens? I think that there is Sasquatch. And so if you want to consider him an alien, then yes. Do you think that Sasquatch still lives or that he lived at one point but has gone extinct? No, I think he still does exist. Shall we look for him next time On we're the internet? place? <laughs> Um, yeah, we can go for a hike. Okay. Try to find some trees that are knocked down. I'm just so silly. I don't believe in Bigfoot. (laughs) I'm just joking. Um, You really had me going. Did I? Yeah. Cool. Uh, I think definitely, I think, okay, when I was a kid and I watched Men in Black and then at the very end, have you seen the movie? Mm Mm-hmm. At the very end, it's all on the galaxy that they were, the whole movie was in, was on a cat's charm on the collar. Yeah. And that blew my mind. And I was like, what? Wow. So then it got me thinking, well, God is God. He can do whatever he wants. What if he has our galaxy over here? And he has other galaxies over here and just has his own other stuff going on over here. Because he does, he just does whatever he wants. He can because he's God. So, yeah, there's probably. I don't. Well, actually, yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff going on lately coming out about aliens that the U.S. knows about. Do you think Dr. Fauci is an alien? (laughs) Yeah. He's like Edgar. He's in an Edgar suit. (laughs) Does he drink sugar water? He probably needs some sugar water. (laughs) No, I don't think Fauci is an alien. I think he is... The devil. Possessed. By the devil. By... The devil, yes, he's a definitely devil follower. Um, do you believe that Genesis chapters 1 through 11 are history or legend? History. Facts. Facts only. And it was obviously written to people that understood it. Um... Who or what inspires you to be your best self? Your brother. (laughs) I really like him. Yeah, early on. So when he was a teenager, he didn't like lazy people. And he always talked down about laziness. And I felt like naturally I'm a lazy person. I want to sit and watch TV. So I tried not to be that person. And I still try. 
Have you ever listened to any of my podcast? Yes. Are you excited to listen to this? I'm embarrassed to listen to this. And it's going to be so boring. I'm just me. You're just you. Well, I don't think you're boring. <laughs> and in fact, I think I would place you as the funniest person that I know in real life. Oh, boy. Yeah. I would well, you do kind of egg me on because I get a reaction from you and then I'm like, okay, keep it up, Sheila. <laughs> keep it going because, you know, it's fun when people think you're yeah. funny. And I, laughing is literally my favorite activity. Yeah. So. And to, to the point of crying. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, coworker. I got to bust out a cry laugh. Sorry that you're talking about your sad brother that you're estranged from. Yes. He's like, wow, you are crying? Oh. Well, that's nice of you to think I'm so funny. Mm -hmm. I, it would be fun to just actually just talk freely. I cannot talk freely because this is going, your okay, mom's well, going to hear. Okay, it off. Oh, yeah, sure you did. When I was going to come here today, I was wanting to ask you questions. And so far, I have not. Okay. My intellect has been a, a one. So, I was going to ask you how, how many years have you been married? Since 2017, 16. So, you're coming up coming on five. Up on five. So, what was the hardest year of your marriage so far? I would actually say this last one. Really? Yeah. Why? Well, do you tell details? <laughs> do you tell? Joking. Well, I mean, Jordan and I were very young when we got married. Mm. And who's to say what age is? Joking. Math. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to sound like a bigger than two, okay? So, <laughs> I did a lot of my extreme changing from teenager into adult in the first year of our marriage. So, he might say that was the hardest one. But this past year, Jordan has done quite a bit of changing and trying to kind of figure out how he wants to approach life. That's good. And there has just been a little bit of conflict as we're just figuring out as we're changing how you know you're just you get used to the patterns and your routines and so if things I was really comfortable and so the, when things started changing things got uncomfortable so Absolutely. I would say that has been the hardest part any more questions that was a good one yeah so how was it building a house at such a young age in your just young age but also in your marriage like usually people are like 10 years 20 years 30 years into their marriage before they did you guys agree on most everything yeah I we did get along really well I think we did we had a couple disagreements but it was only because of just being tired mm. but for the most part we were very happy to get back to our house and just get in bed and snuggle and stuff like that. So yeah. it was pretty chill. 
I am so thankful and I don't think we deserve having a house. I think, I know that in a way it's quote unquote deserved because of the diligence that I as a teenager and then the both of us once we were married put into saving money right yes so on one hand it wasn't like it was just handed to me but I also know that it was almost just handed to me I happen to be in a family with a certain a set of skills and was surrounded by a certain set of skills yeah and I just as a human being have been gifted with very handy skill skills yeah and so there were just a lot of things coming together to make it possible that I am very thankful for and don't think that really I deserve it and half the time I'm embarrassed really because I feel very much like I've gotten like we have more than is appropriate for our age it feels like people at our age should still be struggling yeah but we don't okay but you lived in my house that was a struggle only because it didn't have ac but for the two of us but no building a fire is a struggle and like getting up in the middle of the night that's not normal behavior this day and age that's true and so that made you strong. <laughs> it made me strong. It's true. It's not easy to get up in the middle of the night and put wood on the fire and first thing in the morning go chop wood to put in the fire. Yeah, that's it's true. annoying. It's hard. I will say that maybe my happiest memory of my entire life was just being married and within a couple days we had a crazy cold here and it was minus 16 degrees. And we laid our mattress on the floor and slept in front of the fire. Mm-hmm. And that was that one was of the fun. happiest moments. Yeah, that's good. It's just so cozy. Yeah. And it was place. romantic. I mean, we'd been married like four days. So yeah. that was fun. That was good. Yeah, good. So you started to try and have a baby. So, do you have any expectations of how your body will work and if it will be easy to get pregnant? Or have how long have you been pregnant? Uh, trying. Not long. Just we month. have not been. <laughs> we have. This was month was the night? first month that we like really. I really was paying attention to what my body was doing and knew when the ovulation was probably happening. But for the past like year almost we have not been doing any preventing oh so i am expecting based on that year that it's not going to just happen right well that is exciting i'm not going to have the youngest baby on this side of the family anymore it kind of hurts yeah weird that was a good reaction i (laughs) I really love babies, and I want only my own. (laughs) Like, my nephew, Henry, and Miller, they're so cute and squishy. Miller is not very, he doesn't like to be held by anyone really but my mom or his mom. 
So I don't I have I don't even know. Did I hold him? I think I held him once when he was really little. But Henry is more I can hold him and he's squishy, but they're just not mine. It's going to be so so great when you have your own. I really hope I get that mother instinct. I can tell you I really love newborns. Yes. But the there's this age between about 4 months and 18 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in that stage where I'm a little less My kids are. sure about it. Yeah, no, you'll be fine. The good news is you have time to work up to it because you have nine months to prepare yes. for something that you're not going to be prepared for. And then you get your baby and you will do fine. I mean, for Pete's sake, the triplets were born. And once they were done with the hospital in the NICU, they were sent home and the parents had to learn how to keep them alive. Yeah, three of them. Three of them. If you just have a normal baby like I did, you it's they're pretty easy to handle. Like they work how God created them to mm-hmm. work. It's pretty great. I am excited to experience the that part of life. And I'm excited to see the magic that is babies and how they grow in there and then they come out. And then you have like that fourth trimester of them being like out but still so attached to you. I'm very And it's really fun to see your husband be a dad and how look how to watch how they feel and how they take care of and take care of the baby. Mm-hmm. and also you because I have a lot of stuff I'd love to educate you on about when you do have a baby that I didn't know and then I was like wait what <laughs> so <laughs> but I won't tell you until you're pregnant because then it'll be too late <laughs> you don't want to talk me out of it yeah okay so uh, yeah I can we can be done okay yeah we should be done no, we got we just finally got going. I know this is how podcasts go, huh? <sighs> All right, let's be done. Okay. It's a wrap. Do we say a prayer or a chant or anything? <laughs> just joking. We walk away? <laughs> Do I go out the door? Pull that out.